The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Josh Peck. And I'm Ben Soffer. And, and we're, we're the, the good guys. guys. There's a lot of guys out there. And we're the good ones. Welcome back to the Good Guys Podcast. Happy post-Thanksgiving. Let's start the app with everything we're thankful for. Ben, feel free to start with me. Go. First and foremost, I'm incredibly thankful for you, Josh. Incredibly thankful for you. Second, I'm incredibly thankful for Band-Aids. As during Thanksgiving, I cut my hand cooking multiple times. And as you can see from this thumb, this thumb is, is injured. And I probably should have gone to the hospital, but I didn't. So I'm thankful for Band-Aids. I'm thankful for the good guys. I'm thankful for the morons. We love you, morons. And we we love you. I guess I'm thankful for my wife if she listens to this podcast and she didn't hear me say that I'm thankful for her. She would have been pissed, so I'm very thankful for her. I'm thankful for my mom. Feel free to stop me. Josh, what are you thankful for? So funny, because I too am thankful for the things that really matter in this world. I'm thankful for Ben Soffer, my co-host, for our wonderful producer, Marshall. But I'm mostly thankful for our merch, which is out now, because the truth is I like money, 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 money. No, you can get our merch, <laughs> the hats, the shirts. I think I'm, listen, the truth is we're sold out, but I'm just kidding. Buy it, buy all of it, and it's going to be a limited drop unless it does well, in which case there's infinity amounts. Yeah, look, we're going we're gonna to keep it straight. There's, it's limited if you don't order any of it, but if you order a lot of it, there's enough for the whole family, family and friends. It's, it's a collection that we spent really an incredible amount of time on Josh. Like incredible. what is it? Like, shout out, like, shout out my wife who was incredibly helpful and in, in her vision. Yeah. Three, three to four months. Paige helped us out. We got a great designer. We got a great team and we made a collection of good guys, merch hats, t-shirts, crewnecks that we love. I've been wearing them nonstop. I'm sure you guys saw the sexy photo shoot, but would love would love to hear your thoughts on said sexy photo shoot. T-shirts go all the way up to a 3X, XS to 3X. Same with the crewnecks. The hats, just great material. Love them. Look how nice this fits. And it's great for a woman's head as well. We considered that. We understand, ladies, that sometimes a man's hat can be a little bit too big. It can fill the head. And me and Josh, we got big heads. We got Massive. big heads, so I'm letting you know. The first choice was, let's go with a Yankees New Era hat style size eight. But we're like, oh, that would be, that you'd be swimming in it, ladies. So the hats are great, great for men or women, totally unisex, and we hope you love them. As we said, extra small to 3X. So whether you're a petite poly or a big Bertha, you are going to be comfortable in these cozy cords and the truth is, is that we, we could have done, you know what? We could have done the money grab. We could have gone easy, you know, could have gone with fan joy. Could have, no, shout out fan joy. <laughs> <laughs> we could have gone with just basic merch company, basic design. We said, no, 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 uh, no. no. We, we weren't the having it. We deserve better. We weren't having it. We weren't slapping a logo on a t-shirt. We were making something cool. We were making something cool. Going back Timeless. to our Greek roots. We had a Greek. <laughs> The first time that, that Ben did pitch me the font for the good guys logo, I'm like, is this for like Greek Independence Day? Like, is this like a, is this like a grease drop? He's like, no, you know, like the, the great Greek diners of our youth in New York. I'm like, is anyone going to get that? But you know what? I think they will. They will. And they did. And they, they will. Should. And they did. And they should. 
So. And send us, feel free to tag the Good Guys Podcast on Instagram and or Boy With No Job Shuapek of you in your cutie babe Good Guys merch. And maybe you'll get reposted and then maybe you'll get discovered because we have a massive fan base, many of whom are bigwigs in the entertainment industry. Because as we've said before, all Jews know each other. So just to clarify, if you don't buy the merch, don't take a picture in it and don't tag us. There is no chance that you get discovered. You're going <laughs> to die alone. So buy the merch, tag us, wear it in good health, of course. But if you want to be discovered and hobnob with Josh Peck at the Grammys, Oscars, maybe the Grammys too, buy the merch. Speaking of, this is such a wild time in our in our world for politics and just interrelations between people and ethnicities and cultures. And I literally had a, almost gotten a shouting match with who I thought was a friend of mine as of recently, where he was really trying to get me to understand that he's like, you don't understand, dude. There's good Jews like you, but then there's also bad Jews. And I'm like, stop right there. <laughs> I was like, we cannot... We will never recover from what you just said. So we're not friends anymore. Oh, God. Was this a good friend? No, it's like it's an old acquaintance. And I was but it was a reminder of like, this is what we're dealing with here. I mean, I don't know if you saw maybe a week ago or so Osama bin Laden was trending on TikTok because the Gen Zers found his open letter to America from when he blew up the Twin Towers where he mentions that one of the reasons why he was justified in blowing up the Twin Towers and having the most horrific day in the history of America was because of Jews and Palestine. They all of a sudden, they're big Bin Laden guys. Big Bin Laden. They love Bin Laden. Uh, wait, wait, they're bullish on Bin Laden? They're bu you didn't see this? They were bullish <laughs> on did. Bin Laden. They were bullish on Bin Laden. Y you know what I have to say about Osama Bin Laden? What a waste of height. You know, he could have been 6'6", six, six, rolling around Islamabad like, a, you know, just like, a, 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 you know, a badass John Travolta Saturday Night Fever. You know what I'm saying? And instead, he's a terrorist. So all I have to say is I, I like using his name when I talk about doing zins because I put a zin in my mouth and I say I'm about to crack open an, an Osama Zin Laden or Ruth Bader Zinberg or an Oprah Zinfrey. It's really fun. But other than that, I have no use for the man. Fuck him. Sasha Baron Cohen should really make a movie. TBL, the terrorist basketball league. And you have Osama bin Laden at center. You got Kim Jong-un. What position do you think Kim Jong-un would play? And who else could we add to this? He'd have to be a point guard because he's a squeak. He's a little guy. Yeah, but he's a, he's, he's a point guard that would set a mean screen. I feel like he sets a good on-ball screen. Yeah. Oh, the terrorist basketball squad. Ooh, 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 I like it, I like it. Okay, who's the shooting guard? Who's the number two? Uh, Saddam doo -doo 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 -doo. Hussein? Yeah, sure, Saddam. Okay, Saddam Hussein. I like it. We're gonna put Putin. We're gonna put Pu <laughs> Putin as <laughs> a small forward? <laughs> Putin at small forward. We're gonna throw in Adolf Hitler at power forward and round it out with Osmama. Osmama at center. <laughs> wow, the, I listen, I'm ready to go pitch. Let's. I'll set up meetings next week. Thank God the they strike is who, over. Who do they play? The Jews. We have Sandy. <laughs> we take Jewish athletes. We have Sandy Koufax in center. Seth Rogen <laughs> is the shooting guard. <laughs> uh, I love it. Oh, that's good. Jason Siegel could be the center. He's a tall Jew. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He is. I'm trying to think who's the tallest Jew. Moses, probably Moses. 
was Moses known? I feel like people uh, from thousands <laughs> of years ago weren't tall. That's like, what I think they everyone say. was five seven. That's what they say. They say that we just keep growing. That said, animals keep shrinking. Make it make sense. You know, it's funny because obviously a lot of the Bible is just like didactic parables that were created in which like teach us a lesson, but weren't necessarily true. Could you, could you imagine Moses walking around and, and all the tea and gossip in, in like Bethlehem of them being like, this guy says he got in a basket. <laughs> he went <laughs> No fucking way, that basket. <laughs> like, have you, have you seen a basket lately? It's not waterproof. <laughs> it's just an incredible amount of gaslighting. That's probably what it was. It's like, even like the New Testament, Jesus turned water, what is it, water into wine? Some guy's like, yeah, Jesus, I just saw him. He turned water into wine. And they're like, what, really? Huh, you sure? Yeah, I saw it. And that's that. That would be the ultimate alcoholic trick. I mean, could you imagine? I mean, if That'd be interesting. Oh, good old JC had a little bit of a drinking problem. That's why he was turning into wine. Now that's interesting. He definitely did. He did. They took away all of his wine and he had no choice but to turn water into wine. Today's episode of the Good Guys Podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh. Look, the holidays are right around the corner and HelloFresh can help take the stress out of dinner by delivering everything you need to cook up tasty meals right to your door. And with HelloFresh's 15-minute meals, these quick fixes can help you get a wholesome meal on the table in less time than it takes to get delivery. I love not having to go to the store. I know that HelloFresh is going to be here. I don't need to worry about, does the store have all the recipes? Am I going to figure out parking? Did I forget my wallet? That's going to take at least an hour between like door to door. Forget about it. It's right here at my door and it's delish. And you can just pick your meals, decide on a delivery date and sit back. And by the way, HelloFresh is so much more than just delicious dinners. They can help take the hassle out of every mealtime occasion with easy breakfasts, quick lunches, snacks, all delivered along with your weekly box. I'm telling you, they've got over 45 weekly recipes and over 100 curated picks from the HelloFresh market. Me and the fam love it. So go to HelloFresh.com slash goodguysfree and use code goodguysfree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash goodguysfree with code goodguysfree. Remember that code's very important. Good guys free at HelloFresh.com with code good guys free. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. I'm so glad that Ernan is sponsoring and promoting on the podcast because basically, okay, so Ernan is an app that helps millions of Americans to feel self-sufficient without falling into debt traps. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you can earn will be in your hands today with Ernan. Basically, Ernan gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Now, as of recently, I haven't needed something like earning, but throughout my life, having a single mother, we went through financial insecurity, some, some more challenging times and having access to something like earning where we knew that we would be able to, you know, get enough to sort of pay that, that bill or, or pay for some things that we needed without having to sweat it would have been, it would have been huge. It would have given us so much ease and just relief. And Earnings a part of your financial routine and it, and you can join Earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnings, I think about financial stability, security. It, it gives me peace of mind. So 
Download Earnin today, E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple Play Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Good Guys Under Podcast. When you sign up, it'll really help the show. Good Guys Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Well, I know this is post-Thanksgiving, but we're actually recording this a little bit before Thanksgiving, so Marshall can have some freaking time off, so no, we don't want to hear about it. Some people need to have a week off, damn it, even the good guys. So let's, I, I'd love to hear about what you have planned for Thanksgiving, what's your approach to Thanksgiving. Say more. Sure. What's really fun about my life is I don't know yet if I'm going to Florida for Thanksgiving or if I'm staying home in New York. And literally, it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. So I need my wife, my boss, to let me know, am I booking a plane ticket? Am I staying? What am I doing? I made my turkey here regardless, made it, and I'll just have to give it away to my parents. But I could be going to Florida to see my in-laws, to be determined. What about you? I will be spending it with my in-laws. I will go pick up my mother from her her adult living institution where she lives, her her retirement community. And I will be ushering her as she sits in my car going, so fast. Why so fast? <laughs> I'm like, Mom, we're going 28. <laughs> and we'll go enjoy it at my wonderful mother-in-law's. And it, it's interesting. That I want to ask Ben, because, you know, it's just my mom and I, and we don't have a lot of like, close family in LA, but obviously my in-laws are our family. So it's always assumed we're going to spend holidays with them. But like my wife's sister just got married and it's the first holiday that she's going to spend with her wonderful husband's family. What, what was that like having to split holidays? 
It was really easy before you start adding in other married people to the mix, right? So when it was just me and Claudia were the first to be married of the families, that was easy. No problem. But then all of a sudden, when you have other people getting married, like Jackie marrying her lovely husband, Zach, Olivia marrying her lovely husband, Zach as well, two different Zachs. Then all of a sudden, they, of course, have families that they want to spend it with. And you're not going to put 9,000 people in the room together. So then you end up starting to compromise. And then we have the added wrinkle of some of my in-laws moving to Florida. So now you have two states, you have multiple families. So it's definitely tricky. That said, it is, it is all about compromise. And historically, Thanksgiving has been a time where we've all been together. But now we'll see. We will see. Unsure this year. Unsure. And what is your favorite dish of the Thanksgiving meal? Okay, so. And do you even like a Thanksgiving meal? I was going to say, this is a crazy hot take. I think the Thanksgiving meal might be the most overrated holiday meal in the history of all holidays. I think Jewish, secular, any holidays, Thanksgiving, more often than not, the turkey, dry, and stinks. Any yes. meat where you need a bucket of gravy just to make it go down your throat is a problem. And then we're going to have people in the comments section say, oh, but you got to try deep frying your turkey. That's a new thing to keep in the moisture. Again, if you have to deep fry something, there, it's flawed. It's flawed. So I have a problem with the Thanksgiving turkey in general. So maybe what's my favorite thing? Maybe a nice mac and cheese, maybe a nice cranberry sauce. I like the cranberry in a can. I don't know if you're a big canned cranberry fan, but I like that gelatinous cranberry. It's totally it's nice. It's the only way to do it. It's nice and delicious. It comes in those rounds. I like a pie, maybe a pecan pie, a pumpkin pie. I like everything surrounding it. But the fact that the main course, the turkey, I don't it's just it's just gonna be dry. I like chicken more. I like steak more. I, I'm not a big turkey guy. Now, smoked turkey, deli turkey, different Boy's story. Head. Different story. Now, if we just put a collection of Boar's Head's Finest in the middle of the table, now we're talking. Maybe a little sandwich platter, yes. smoked turkey, mesquite, honey, oven golden. Now that's, that's a holiday. You? I think that's a great take. I actually think, and a lot of people save wait to do this to the next day. I say, do it at Thanksgiving. First of all, lay out a beautiful spread of finely cut turkey, sandwich turkey. Right. Mm, and then mm -hmm. an assortment of breads. I'm talking just a medium sliced challah, maybe a potato bread. You need something really glutinous and gummy and lovely or an old fashioned white. Like I like my people, old fashioned whites. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, kidding. The, like the pilgrims. Yeah, right. Just like those damn pilgrims. Shout out. And, and you just put on a little bit of gravy on the bread, a little bit of cranberry sauce, throw on that turkey, maybe a little stuffing if you're feeling crazy. Then I don't think it would be bad to have a little bit of lettuce, maybe some, some sliced onion and live it up. But I like a green bean casserole. That's my favorite. Mm, yum. That does sound delicious. But you're on the same page as me that a thick turkey's no good. It's no good. Marshall and I were just talking about Marshall. If you, I, I don't mean to put you out there like this, but he, he said, and I'm going to reveal say? something here. Sometimes <laughs> on Thanksgiving, he eats Indian food. And I like the sound of that. <laughs> right, Marsh? Uber Eats, yeah. <gasps> Uber Eats. You know, sounds good to me.
Yeah. Oh, I- oh, Indian food. Wait, like Native American food or Indian food? Oh my, <laughs> Benjamin Indian. <laughs> it's masala, Thanksgiving. I didn't know if he was. I didn't know if he was aligning with the Native Americans on Thanksgiving. He's eating it in protest. Just yeah. corn. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's eating Native food. <laughs> that's really funny. So yeah, Thanksgiving turkey, no good, no good. The Thanksgiving Day though. Lovely. Do you, or do, you guys are obviously big football watchers on Thanksgiving. Obviously, Huge. because the great Ken O'Brien is at the head of your table. So what are you going to do? Not watch football? So, sorry, Dad. Not this year. Sorry, Dad. I'm feeling like a Hallmark original. Yeah, that's my house. We love, by the way, we love football, but we also love a Hallmark original. We <sighs> love a Hallmark. Have you ever been in a Hallmark movie? No, I, I regret it. I got offered them at a time. I'll be honest. I'm going to be honest here. I was waiting to hear if I got Oppenheimer and I was afraid to do it because I was like, you know, I don't know. Nolan's such an auteur. And if there's an announcement that I'm maybe doing a Hallmark thing, maybe Oppenheimer, they would just. But I regret it because I would love it and come at me, Hallmark. I'm a big fan. Do we look. Does one look down on like. Like, do are other actors snooty about Hallmark? They can be, but mm. I, which I think is the wrong take. I think work is work. And I know a lot of people who do them, A, because they're really fun and cute. And also because they're like, it's a great way to like, just make a little bit of dough for a one month experience that they know is going to be really nice. And I don't know, you get to shoot it in Canada. They shoot them all in Canada. Yeah. And it's lovely. It's lovely. I think. Look, sure, the plot occasionally is thin. Occasionally. But sometimes it's juicy. <laughs> it's intentional. And you know what? Thin is good. When is thin bad? And thin is, I, I love thin. Thin is in. Thin is in. I have loved Masterclass since 2020. I used to see these commercials with brilliant luminaries from Spike Lee to Jodie Foster, Judd Apatow, Gordon Ramsay, Chris Voss, the famous FBI negotiator. And I would think there's just no way there's got to be a catch to this. They're not literally giving away all their secrets and advice, but they are. And it's because of Masterclass. It's changed my level of confidence in my area of work. And it's a meaningful gift this season for you or anyone on your list because you can both learn from the best to become your best from leadership to effective communication. Masterclass, you can watch it on TV, listen in audio mode, which I do at the gym because I'm one of those weirdos. I like to you know learn at the gym. Masterclass instructors are your own personal mentors. They're going to help you reach the next level like I was just watching Jodie Foster's entire masterclass on filmmaking. And I just feel like it gave me so many little things that I would have never known unless I heard it from a literal luminary like Jodie Foster. Now, memberships start at 120 a year for unlimited access to one-on-one classes with all 180 plus masterclass instructors. So this holiday season, give one annual membership and you'll get one free at masterclass.com slash good guys. It's a meaningful gift this season. Right now, you can get two memberships for the price of one at masterclass.com slash good guys. Masterclass.com slash good guys. Offer terms apply. I don't need to promote Hero Bread on the Good Guys podcast. It promotes itself because we all love bread and it's insane that bread has not been optimized. Oh, wait, Hero did it. How is it that after all these years, we're here feeling guilty about eating one of the most delicious things on earth? 
when science and health exists. And we don't have to feel that way because Hero Bread took all that guilt out of bread, baby. First of all, it tastes delicious. My son, who literally, I tried to get him to eat mashed potatoes yesterday and he was like, not for me. I'm like, are you really my child? He is the discerning factor about taste. And if Hero Bread didn't taste like anything but bread, he wouldn't be about it. But it tastes like bread. He loves it, whether I'm making him French toast, a sandwich, maybe I'm making him a delicious wrap. They've got tortillas, buns, whatever it is you need from the bread category, Hero's got you. But here's the best part. It's high fiber, it's ultra low net carbs, and zero grams of sugar per slice, right? And it's lower calories than the top selling version and with five to 10 grams of protein in every serving. Plus for the holidays, they've got croissants, brioche slider rolls, whatever you need. So here's the best part. Visit hero.co and use code goodguys to check out for 10% off your first purchase. That's H-E-R-O.co with code goodguys for 10% off your first order. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Okay, do you want to know a couple fun facts about Thanksgiving? Just because why not? I would love to. Did you know that the average number of calories consumed on Thanksgiving is 4,500? Average? Average. That's a lot. What? What? No. The normal amount people eat in a day, like technically what you need to stay alive, let's just say ballpark... Obviously, everyone has different needs. It's about two thousand, so it's it's double, it's it's but, twice but the amount. Forty five hundred. I'm trying to think of where that even comes from with that dry ass turkey. See, they're frying their turkey. That's what it is. It's the fried turkey. Otherwise, how do you how do you even get there? Are you eating the entire pot of mac and cheese. Forty five hundred calories is a ton of calories. Oh, I think it's a layup. I think it's much easier to consume than you think. You think so? Maybe it's all the butter. It's a heavy butter holiday. Oh, I, I think one plate. Okay, let's say you do a scoop of stuffing, a scoop of mashed potatoes, some green bean, turkey, gravy, you know, cram- like that's a that's a 1,200 calorie plate right there. Maybe 1,500. I, I, to- I totally agree. 1,200 calories. So how are we getting to 4,500? But you maybe you do two plates, right? Okay. And then maybe you've, done, you've, maybe you've done some crudite, some-, some- I- I think he got this information from huskymagazine.com. I think this is just. <laughs> and dessert is probably a thousand calories. And then you probably had breakfast and lunch. Uh, these are porkers. This is. They <laughs> only wrong. Had, they only asked the people that got good guys merch size 3XL. That was the, <laughs> that was the sample size. Dude, we should. We <laughs> fucked up. We should have done a collab for our first merch with a big and tall store. Like good guys oh. merch by Rochester Big and oh. Tall. 
I love Rochester. I love that you knew Rochester. I shopped at Rochester once. I'm assuming you did because only people who have shopped there know what Rochester Big and Tall is. And Going to Rochester you are- Big and Tall, you have to wear a full balaclava ski mask because you're so ashamed. You walk into this store and sizing is no longer just XL. You now, they now give you a B. <laughs> it's the so, best. I went into Rochester a, Big and Tall. I was like, wow, I'm a small. <laughs> it's, you've entered a different dimension where up is down and down is up. It's the Lane Bryant for men. <laughs> X, XL becomes extra small. You really go there and you feel incredible about yourself. It's so great. It's just a, a land of delusion. If you only shop at Rochester Big and Tall and then decide to live on a cruise ship, you're petite. 300 pounds is a starting point. Rochester, the land of delusion. It's beautiful. I'm crying. It's so funny. I remember I went there once. I had that exact experience. I went there with my dad and I like put on a LB, which is like large, but it's not large because it's B. So the B stands for big. Yes. And anything that has B after it, the large is really like a 3X. And I looked at my dad, I'm like, Dad, I'm a large. <laughs> and I was like 300 pounds. Oh my God, I'm crying. That's so funny. Yeah, our Ooh. next drop, I love it. Like people are doing drops with like Supreme or Louis Vuitton and we're doing it with DXL. Destination XL. That's another good one. Uh, That's good. And again, we can make these jokes because we either are or formerly were obese. And let's see. More than 54 million Americans travel during the Thanksgiving holiday, which is my favorite thing was I used to, when my wife and I were just dating, Christmas obviously were Jews, so it wasn't a big deal. But my mom and I, would always enjoy doing the typical thing, going to the movies, eating Chinese food. Like I always wanted to be with her on Christmas day, but it was my wife's holiday. So we would fly to Sacramento on like the 22nd, have a great couple of days with her family. We'd wake up Christmas morning, have a nice breakfast. And then I would fly home because it was like a one hour flight to LA to spend the afternoon and evening with my mom. Let me tell you, flying on Christmas day is such a dream. I mean, you feel like you're in zombie land in a good way. Like everything is completely closed and empty and you kind of just have like free reign amongst the airport. It's so civilized. You're looking at people. They're happy too to not be at their family's house or like, I'd rather be outside this all bomb pond than be (laughs) hanging out with my family. And I'm like, same here. Same. And Christmas for Jews I know we're jumping a holiday. Christmas for Jews, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. I remember, like, I think, is this an L.A. thing too? 50% of Jews I know on Christmas, they go to the casino. Possibly. Eat Chinese and go to the casino. Because, again, empty, fun, you know, play a couple of table games, get some General Chow's chicken. It's fantastic. By the way, yet another positive about L.A., you're within 10 minutes of a casino wherever you go. That is a positive about LA. That is a positive about LA. 
But back to Thanksgiving, great holiday, shit turkey, sometimes good people. Did you ever spend Thanksgiving with a very large group of people that you maybe didn't love being with? Or you've always spent it with a nice tight knit? Because there are plenty of people. I don't know if we have any speak pipes on this. There are plenty of people that go to like a 30 person Thanksgiving and want to kill themselves. Yeah, I don't like I, I don't like when it feels like you really have to get in line, like you're at the cafeteria mm-hmm. for food. I think mm-hmm. this is crazy. And I, I also think like I, I don't like when things are like like a plated kind of meal. I, I'll tell you what, my mom and I a couple of times and we're bougie like this. We've done the four seasons mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. They do a beautiful brunch. Mm-hmm. For any holiday meal, we'll do like a hotel, but usually, you know, you don't necessarily want to do it at the Hyatt. You know what I no, mean? No, no. You want to go not nice. The Spring Hill, not the Spring Hill Sweets. Oh, nope. But shout out Spring Hill Sweets and their free breakfast. It's lovely. But yeah, and and then, I mean, it's not cheap, but it's like 150 bucks a person. You go, I mean, if we drank, we'd really be living up because, you know, mimosas, there's like insane amount of food. That's That's a good option. It's lovely. I've done that before. I'm actually recalling I did that last year. We did Thanksgiving at 12. This is a crazy year. We mm-hmm. did Thanksgiving at 12, watched a little football, and then we went out for dinner. And That's the Thanksgiving great. dinner at a restaurant is a very underrated move. I agree. I mean, I would eat all, I would happily eat dinner every day at three. Like, I just love it. And, Me too. um, you know, the other thing is that speaking of football, my my wife's family and the whole town where we live participate in a turkey bowl. So mm. there's going to be, but I live in a part of LA where there's like a lot of former athletes. Obviously, my father-in-law, my brother-in-law was QB1 at Fresno State. So there's going to be 40 people out there at like 10 in the morning playing football on Thursday. And I'm going to be there with the wives eating bagels and and just gossiping because I have no interest in getting in this football game. You should set up a merch stand yeah. at the game, either sell merch or maybe give merch to one of the teams. It could be the good guys versus the bad guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. We need to do. We're gonna have to do a bizarre world good guys drop where we were the bad guys. Hundred percent. Right. Hundred percent. Yeah, and maybe one for the girls, the good girls. Yeah, love that. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe just one that across the chest just says moron or I'm a moron. I'm a moron. Yeah. (laughs) Leave me alone. I'm a moron. Um, (laughs) Should we? It's funny because we do have some great speak pipes. Should we get into it? I would love to. There's nothing I love more than hearing our wonderful morons ask for advice from morons. Here we go. Here's our first speak pipe. Hey, Ben and Josh. Huge fan of the pod, Maisel Tove, on what is now my second favorite podcast. Shout out the toast. Okay, first of all, I'm a paranoid girly, so yes, I'm using AI to speak this out loud. Let's pretend I'm not. <laughs> I have an issue, and I need your expert opinions. I'm in my mid-twenties and work in a semi-corporate job, but the office is pretty small. I have a crush on my boss, and I'm convinced it's mutual. We really vibe, and my gut is just telling me I'm not crazy. But am I crazy? How do I know? And the hardest part of this all is that he's such a good guy, so I don't think he'd ever make the first move without knowing anything for sure either. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. 
<laughs> I, at first, I didn't realize it was AI until she said nasal toe. <laughs> but, by the way, is AI not getting programmed to speak Yiddish correctly? Because it sounds like AI is anti-Semitic. They need to work on their inflection for sure. For sure. Wow. Okay. The AI really threw me off. That said, in-office romances are a tricky, tricky game. To say the least. I would say that you are rather safe, though, miss, because you are hitting on your boss. I don't know if anybody's ever been fired for hitting on their boss. But it's he's, usually he's the reverse. Not safe. What'd you say? But if he's the boss, he's not like if she really likes him, then he's now going to be, you know, culpable because of the power dynamic, even if she was the one who initiates. Correct. If she initiates, it screws him. Right. So if you really like him, quit. really like him, <laughs> you got to quit. Yeah, you got to quit. Seriously. Like, I, I, I don't I don't know. Or you like pull him aside in private. And you tell him, look, I really like you. But again, you still need to be prepared to quit. Because if he says, no, you can't work for somebody that you just confessed your love to. What are you, nuts? I think so, too. I, I think there are avenues in which you can take. And we can actually ask Marshall, because Marshall's a good company man. While, as you know, the good guys were against HR. But <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine, I, I think where people really run into trouble is when they hide it. And I think there is something about like, if you do have, you know, look, it's likely to happen, right? You spend 10 hours of your day, especially when you're a young person to like, you know, find attraction with people you work with. It's, it's, it can be a natural thing, but I think if you're public about it and you like go to HR and you go through the right avenues, then you can insulate yourself from any issues. Marshall, any thoughts? I think there's absolutely no way that this would ever work. Or she could confess her love to him. You say do I, it or not? No, I, no, no. Wow. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with Marshall. I don't think that it's possible. And I actually think the allure of the in-office romance is the will we get caught? Like, I think there's like something steamy about like what she's created in her brain. But if they were just to like start dating and tell HR and it was totally fine, I just don't like maybe it'll work. But I feel like it's it's more of like a, we're not supposed to be doing this. So if we do it, it's really hot type of, you know what I mean? Oh, article. It's just the best. You should see the entertainment center that my wife and I have in our house right now. It's so cute. And we weren't sure, right? Because, you know, with article, you can literally find any kind of furniture you're looking for. And in any kind of style from mid-century modern to coastal industrial Scandi. I don't know what that is, but it sounds cute. Okay. And we found exactly what we needed because they've got all the styles. Plus, they have a team of designers that are all about finding the perfect balance between style, quality, and price. And the best part was it was fast and affordable. And by the way, it shipped right to our house. We didn't have to rent a truck. Have you ever done this before? Where you go to a furniture place, we're like, yeah, we don't do delivery. Are you crazy? Well, they do affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada. They won't leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time and they'll send you updates every step of the way. And it's just this delightful process of this great design furniture. And it's an online only model. So they're able to cut out the middleman, right? They get you those prices by disrupting the space. Article is approaching furniture in the right way. Plus they have a great customer care team that can make sure 
your experience is smooth and stress-free. Articles offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of 100 bucks or more. To claim, visit article.com slash goodguys and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash goodguys for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Next up from Anonymous. Hi, love the podcast. So I'm excited to be submitting my speak pipe. This is more of a question for Ben, but Josh, I'd love to get your advice too. I'm currently in my first relationship. It's actually both of our first relationship and we're both really young. We're 22. We've been together for over two years, but have been friends for a really long time. And I have no complaints. Like our relationship is amazing. He's my best friend and I really see a long-term future with him. However, I am a child of a nasty, nasty divorce. And I, because of that, I have a lot of anxiety about marriage. And I know that I'm 22, so obviously I don't need to get married right now. But I did want to ask Ben, like, one, why did you decide to get married so young? And two, how did you know, like, Claudia was the one without maybe, like, having a ton of, like, relationships, if that makes sense? Thank you. Love the podcast. Excellent question. Really going deep. So one, I don't think that age matters, but I do think that duration of time getting to know each other matters. So just for clarity, we did get married young, 25 and 23, but we started dating at 20 and 18. So we were, we dated for four years, got engaged, married on the fifth year. I think that if you're really young, you definitely need to give the relationship some time. Because even the person that I was at 20 versus the person that I was at 22 or 23, those are your like formative years where you're learning and you're changing. So you want to be sure. That said, it sounds like you guys have been together for a while. 22 is young. If there's some kind of a, a rush, then, then you can do it. But I also don't see a reason why you can't wait a little while longer. But I guess also, what's the difference? If you love him, if he really is your best friend, Claudia was my best friend. So that's why it made it so easy. I, I knew that nothing really would change from being da- from dating to being married. What changes, which is where Josh can really come in, is when you have kids, then your relationship really changes. But when you get married so young, what's so nice is there's no pressure to have kids at all because you're so young. And even if you wait five years, you're still in that like normal range of when people start to have kids. So you can really enjoy your spouse, just the two of you. You can go on tons of trips. You can really be independent, have a great time. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of getting married young because you get to enjoy each other before shit gets really crazy. So if you love him, I, I say that that's great. And as long as you guys really know each other, I don't think there's such thing as too young. I agree. And I think that it's cool to grow and rise in your career and your life with a partner who you feel like can help you and like be a great sounding board. My wife's like my best counsel. And also like a lot of people are like, no, I need to stay focused. I'm on my Gary V hustle 25 hours a day, no time for relationships. But the truth is, is that when you do that with someone, A, it requires you to not be like completely insanely like devoted to your work because you need some semblance of balance. But then also like that person was with you from the beginning instead of like they're marrying the person who who came into it developed and successful. Like it's just someone who's really invested in you and you know that they liked you before 
they'll like you after. And I'm kind of a fan of getting married young. That being said, I agree with Ben. Take your time. Make sure you know the person because getting divorced sucks. Yeah, you've had a friend that you've loved for a year and then the next year you find out that they're fucking crazy. Like Josh has a friend who earlier in the podcast, he mentioned, said that he was one of the good Jews and like he just found that out. So, you know, you never know. Definitely give it time. But one thing, Josh, that you said that I think is also important to know is once you once you find that person, life, when it's the right person, life gets way easier. Life is not fun. Like, going to the bars, looking for the one, when are they going to come? Is this the right person? Like that distracts you from everything else going on, whether it is work or whatever it may be. Like, I think that you're just better when that part is sort of done and you can focus on the life ahead. Love that. Let's hear from our friend, Haley. Hey y'all. My name is Haley. I'm from rural South Georgia. Don't worry, this is... I thought you were from Boston. Shout out, Ben. And when I say rural South Georgia, I mean like, they sell guns at my local pharmacy. (laughs) We get it. (laughs) We do not have locks. And I would like for y'all to explain what the fuck locks are. Because we don't have anything like that around here. I'm assuming it's some kind of spread that you put on a bagel. And before you say anything, yeah, I could go look this up. But I'd rather my two Jewish kings tell me what this is, and then I will look this up. By the way, y'all should do merch that has the look of a deli menu. Okay, that's just my two cents. Anyways, please answer my question about what locks are. That way I can move on with my life. Appreciate it. What is that lovely woman's name? Haley. I love you, Haley. I love you. Because of recent events in the world, I've started to judge people by whether or not I think they would hide me if shit hit the fan. Let me tell you, Haley is hiding us, Ben. We love you, Haley. (laughs) Under under the gun store. Put us us below your local bodega and strap us with with two two AR-15s. Um... (laughs) Wow. Okay. First and foremost, lox, Haley, is just a wonderful smoked salmon. You have salmon. You guys probably catch with your bare hands <laughs> and then rip off the tail with your teeth. But you then throw it in the smoker. You get a nice knife. You thinly slice it, and that's lox. You add a little schmear of cream cheese onto your bagel. Bagel lox and cream cheese. That's it. <laughs> you catch it with your bare hands. That's so funny. <laughs> you go to the local pond, that's grab them. Yeah, that's what smoke. It's smoked salmon. We call it locks for short. Nova is another name, but smoked salmon. And it is a salty, delicious, soft, beautiful bite. And yes, you put it on a bagel with cream cheese. It is absolutely divine. And in terms of merch, I'm sure you saw it already. Hello, Greek coffee cup. Basically a deli, diner, deli. We did what you wanted us to do. We did it. So true. And you can probably get locks at your local Publix because I know you're in Georgia and I'm pretty sure that's your supermarket. (laughs) So go to Publix and grab it. Yeah, drive five miles. They definitely have a great selection of locks. And then go to your local Walgreens and pick up a Glock 9 millimeter. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> or pick up the Glock 9mm first, then go to Publix and get the locks for free. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for our final speak pipe, because there's a lot today, from Allie. Hi, Josh and Ben. Love the pod. My name's Allie, and I'm from Florida. I'm reaching out because I'm going through a weight loss journey, and I know both of you can speak on yours. Currently, I'm kind of struggling with the balance of being 27 and like needing to and kind of wanting to societally to go out and meet a boy and find a boyfriend and please my Jewish grandma and all of that above. It's definitely something that I want to do, and I definitely would love a boyfriend, but at the same time, I don't really feel confident in myself. And because I'm on this weight loss journey, I'm, I kind of keep saying like, oh, it'll happen soon. Like, oh, I'll start dating soon when I lose the weight or when I do this. I'm wondering if you guys have ever struggled with, struggled with anything similarly where you're like, oh, I'll do it when I accomplish this or do that. And if I should start dating and just like rip it off like a Band-Aid or start dating like when I feel really confident in myself and who I am and everything like that. Okay, thanks so much. Love you guys. Allie, wow. I love you. Yeah, you're beautiful and thank you for being so vulnerable. Because we we joke about weight all the time, but it's definitely, it, it's, a, it's a thing. Like being not com- confident in your skin is something that, both Josh and I have definitely experienced and being somebody that is currently incredibly comfortable in his skin, I definitely think it's a mindset shift. And I managed to somehow, I don't know how I did it. I actually credit my wife because my wife is the most confident person on the planet. Very confident. And even when I was 50 pounds heavier, there was something that like went off that shifted where I just, I turned into my own movie on my own shallow hell. Like I would look at myself and even when I was huge, I wouldn't see somebody huge. I would just see the person that I wanted to see. And now that I weigh less, I obviously am like, oh, you, you were pretty big, Ben. You were pretty big, but I didn't know it at the time. And I think that self-confidence is really important and loving yourself is really important. And I do think that everything around you does get better when you find a way to love yourself. It is really hard, but I would still put yourself out there and I would date. And the person that you're going to fall in love with that you're going to meet is going to love you, whether you're big, small, whatever it is. Life is long. Like I, for as long as I've known Claudia, I've been up 50 pounds. I've been down 50 pounds. I think if you ask her, she loves me the same. Maybe I'm delusional. Who knows? But I, I think, I think that it's important to love yourself and find somebody that, that loves you for you. I think that's great advice. And I think what you just said, Ben is so right on is like, sometimes when you're on a journey of of transformation, of growing, of weight loss, or whatever it is you're doing, I think sometimes it's important to trust the person that loves you or is interested in you. And I know like my wife and I, like we, we both get insecure about certain things and I'm not kidding. Like sometimes she'll point out something that she might be a little insecure about or want to work on. And while like I can conceptually, like I can understand, like she's not a crazy person. Like if she points something out, it's like, I can kind of see it, but I really can't because I think she is so beautiful and so perfect that whether she's feeling super fit or a little less fit than normal, I really see no distinction between the two because I look at her in a way which includes the way I feel about her, the way I see her as a human, her heart, her soul, everything. And and just to add, and I know you feel this way about your wife, Ben, that she's smoking. 
friggin' smoke Smoking. show. Dummy smoke Smoking. show. Damn, son. I just, I, I, it's all one package, and I just see her through wonderful rose-colored glasses. So I would say, trust whoever is interested in you that it's for a reason and that they, they don't notice the things that you're insecure about, because I don't. And notice that you're not alone in your insecurity. Like, Josh, you just said something which I think is important. Paige, Paige is a tall blonde. Like, she's like the quintessential goyish beauty, you know? <laughs> and, like the and, like, the fact that she can be insecure is something that people should realize. Like, you walk around life and you see people, and you're like, oh, their life is perfect. And their life is never perfect. Their life is never perfect. Everybody has these exact same demons. It's just how they deal with them and maybe how they manifest themselves. But everybody has these insecurities, including the guy that you're maybe thinking, should I go up to? Should I not go up to? He's insecure too. He probably will show it in a different way and be an asshole because guys are jerks, but they're only jerks because they're insecure too. They're hiding something. There's some deeper insecurity. That's why they are the way that they are. Should we get to our what are you nuts moment of the week? We should. Do you have one? I do. And it's, well, I have a story that led me to what are you nuts? Cause they're both based in the airport or airplanes or flying. Mm -hmm. Recently I was on a bit of a college tour and it started in me flying to Philly to go speak at Penn. I flew beautiful American airlines, business class shout out. We're trying to get them as partners, but I am just a big fan. Really nice. Lay flat bed. It's beautiful. Philadelphia. And, you know, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, it's in Pennsylvania, home of the Amish community. So I'm sitting mm. in my beautiful American Airlines pot, enjoying my lovely meal. And I look over to my right. And in another lovely, beautiful pot is an Amish woman. And I thought, wow, when you embrace modern technology, you really go for it, don't you? I was like, <laughs> good for you, babe. <laughs> I was like, you're, <laughs> you're like, you, you opted out of the horse and carriage from L.A. to Philly. And you didn't sit in the back and protest. You were like, listen, if I'm going to have to embrace science, I'm going first class. And to that, I say, you're a queen. Secondly... I then, I then spoke at University of Tennessee, Go Vols, which is short for Go Volunteers, which I think is sick as a mascot name, because usually mascots are like, <laughs> we're the fucking maniacs. And University <laughs> of Tennessee is like, take it easy. Okay, we're the nurses. No, we're, we're, <laughs> we're the volunteers. Great school, great people. And I was going through Knoxville Airport, and there's all these signs that says, TSA officer so-and-so found this gun and prevented it from going on the plane. Let me tell you, Ben, they're all over the place. And it's like a congratulatory thing to the TSA agents and also to people being like, hey, don't bring a gun on the plane. Hey, what are you, nuts? You're like, and there's pictures of these things. And these nuts. are, dude, like, what'd you forget? What do you think that, that time stopped and suddenly you're special? What are you, nuts? Don't bring a gun on a plane. Especially like so casually to the, like, to like forget, like I'll like put, accidentally have a water bottle in my backpack and I'll go through them. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot that that water bottle was in there. People do that with guns. They just have their gun just like chilling at the bottom of their knapsack <laughs> and they forget that it's there and then it gets searched and it's like, hey lady, is this the Glock that you bought off the girl in the Georgia bodega? <laughs> <laughs> Georgia bodega. I like the sound of that. Me too. That sounds like a song. Yeah. Georgia Bodega. <laughs> Reba <laughs> sings it or Celine Dion? 
Huh. Reba. Cher. Reba. Ooh, a combo. My what are you nuts? Last night, I went to the Big Apple Circus. My mom is, this isn't the what are you nuts? This is just a fact. My mom loves the circus. <laughs> loves it. Like, since I was a kid, we've been going to the Big Apple Circus, the Ringland Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. Unfortunately, because of animal rights, you can't have a circus like the Ringling Brothers. You can't have the elephants. You can't have any of that. It was too much. The tigers, what are you putting a tiger in Madison Square Garden for? It wasn't humane, so they got rid of it. So now the circus is much smaller. The Big Apple Circus, it's at Lincoln Center. And it's all people, right? Like it's like dancing, it's trapezing, it is whatever. All of a sudden, we look over and there's a man and a woman. They're doing like their trapeze arrangement. And they start making out. They're making out at the circus. It's younger kids. It's some adults, but they are, they are making out. And my mom turns to me and she's like, this is circus erotica. Like it was full blown like circus porn. So they're going through it. They're dancing. They're going through the air. All of a sudden it ends. Everybody's in shock. What does my mother do? Standing ovation. No. She gets up standing ovation for the circus erotica. I looked at her. I'm like, are you what are you nuts? What are you like? Are you are you sitting next to me like like getting off at this circus yeah, porn? Yeah, Ava was like, are turned you, on. Are you are you crazy? I think she was a little turned on. And to that, I say, good for you, mom. But also, what are you nuts? <laughs> what are you nuts? That's incredible. And shout out Ava. Love is love, and we all get turned on love. by different things. <laughs> love is love. If you were before we before we close, if you were joining the circus, what would your act be? I want to believe I'd be a trapeze guy because they're fucking key it and their bodies are sick. But to be honest, I'd probably be one of the clowns coming out of the very small car. Yeah, I think I too would be a clown. I just, I can't do any of the other stuff. I'm not flexible. I'm working with my trainer on strengthening my big toe. I don't know if you knew that, but I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting fit and it all starts with the big toe. But yeah, I can't, I think I'd be a clown. I think I'd be a clown. Well, on Ben's Big Toe, we want to say thank you for listening to the Good Guys Podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe. Five stars, anything less? What are you nuts? And most importantly, go get that Good Guys merch, baby. There's going to be a link in the YouTube bio, and there'll be links everywhere. And if you want to send us a speak pipe and be featured on our show, it's speakpipe.com slash goodguys. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.